Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. You are listening to episode 186. Wild and Well with Danny Williamson. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder, they also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota, which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing quality and innovation back to Black, Indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes. And make sure you use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 20% off of your purchase. Please enjoy episode 186, Wild and Well with Danny Williamson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way. They're actually leading the way. And today, Danny Williamson is here. We're going to talk all things of how our bodies are leading the way and how to heal and, and, and holistically live our lives more about Danny. She's MSN and FNP who owns her own integrative family medicine in Franklin, Tennessee, focusing on the gut autoimmune thyroid or Hashimoto's it's her own passion. And we'll hear more about that in a minute. Uh, hormone and adrenal health with her patients, her approach embodies a physical emotional, mental, and spiritual process to healing. Danny is a graduate of Vanderbilt University and Nursing School of Midwifery and a family nurse practitioner program. She is on the board of the Middle Tennessee chapter of American Foundation of Suicide Prevention and believes strongly in addressing the issues of adverse childhood trauma and its relation to overall long-term health conditions I am, there's so many places we can dive into today, Danny. Thank you for coming on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Lauren. This will be fun. We yeah. can, we can, we can go in a million different directions, like you I, said. So. And, and that's why I love these conversations because we'll just start, we have a starting point and we just, we dive on in and okay. for me, that's what, good to me. that's what healing's all about. So I, I would love to hear your healing journey. You know, how, how did you get into this holistic approach? Was there this own self hero heroine's journey that got you to, to be very holistic to your approach in healing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it goes back to when I was born, actually, I grew up in complete chaos I had a grandfather that had died by suicide. My mother attempted multiple times. My, I had a stepfather that molested me, one that beat me up. It was a mess. And I started with chronic diarrhea in, in high school, had a colonoscopy at age 20, diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome, 
I had four colonoscopies before I was 44, uh, started chronically itching, 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 itching in my late 20s. And then I was diagnosed with lupus when I was 35. I was depressed in a bad marriage. It was a big mess and two little kids. And I um, got divorced and decided to go to nursing school and nurse practitioner school then and nurse midwifery school. And I was 44 years old, got out of school. I was working for a doctor, family practice doctor who was functional medicine. And one day he looked at me and said, Danny, what are you eating? Because I had all this going on, all this gas and heartburn and diarrhea and bloating and joint pain, horrible joint pain. And he said, what are you eating? And I said, well, whatever. What do you mean? Whatever I want. He said, don't you know your diet controls your symptoms, Danny? Do you take digestive enzymes and probiotics? And do you know your food sensitivities? It turned my entire world around. I had just spent $200,000 on, on an education and student loans to Vanderbilt. Not one time was my class of 300 and something nurse practitioners ever told there's a root cause for your patient's lupus or joint pain or heartburn. They weren't born with chronic lifestyle diseases. They weren't born most likely with an autoimmune disease. They turned it on, figure it out. Most likely the root cause is at the end of their fork. And so it changed the trajectory of my life, my children's lives, thousands of patients' lives at this point, 11 years later. And it's what I do for a living is I help people address. Now, back then, we didn't talk about my childhood trauma, but I help them heal and address the childhood trauma, what happened to them before the age of 18, and, and then begin to heal the gut, the gut lining, and decrease the inflammation in their body because the root cause of every single chronic lifestyle disease out there, diseases you weren't born with, the root cause, the underlying cause is inflammation. And inflammation is straight up the devil. I have a whole course online called Inflammation is the Devil. And uh, when you heal the inflammation and the inflammatory response, you begin to see everything in your life start to turn around. I'm living proof. If you're not born with it, you don't have to live with it. You can turn it off or at the very least dial it back. You guys can't see her, but you just put a big end to that sentence by putting those glasses back on. She was just like <laughs> professional timing. She puts her glasses on like point made, drop the mic, interview <laughs> over. Um, it's, that's it. We're that's done. It. All right. That's that it. was five minutes, whatever it was, five minutes. That's all you need to know. That's right. But I am proof that you're not broken. You may feel broken as a midlife woman, as a midlife man. I mean, you could be a teenager and you've turned on this stuff or you've had trauma in your life and, and you turn on these, these you know, this uh, joint pain or high blood pressure or high cholesterol or diabetes or autoimmune. You are not broken. Your body wants to be 150%. It wants to be in homeostasis. And it doesn't take much to turn it around. But unfortunately, traditional allopathic healthcare 
We are taught to treat symptoms. Lauren, if you have heartburn, you're taught to take Nexium or Prilosec or Pepsid, whatever. If, if you've got a migraine headache, well, then you've got, a, you know, you take a triptan, Imitrex uh, or ibuprofen or something. It's clearly an ibuprofen deficiency. It's bullshit is what it is. And all we're doing is treating symptoms. Now, you need prescriptions. I mean, that's the beauty of integrative medicine. What I do, you integrate the whole the, the the traditional pharmaceutical side into the natural holistic herbal whatever whatever it is we're using into it and that integrates into complete wholeness it's not rocket science it's common sense practical medicine but unfortunately we don't practice this way and we're not taught that and your healthcare providers get about five or 10 minutes with you and you can't dig deep into somebody's past or the stress in their life in 10 minutes. Stress will kill you, Lauren, by the way. Absolutely kill you. I know. Oh, I know too. I know that very well. And I want to talk about, I love how you said now you, you, you talk about the trauma and the stress. And for me, equally, if not more, um, I guess negatively impacted, right? Stress will kill you, my body and my health. From you know, when we when we are healing, sometimes we only focus on the medicine or even the, just the diet. So, what like what is your approach with like you said the doctors only get ten minutes? Let's dive into like how do we balance out balance out literally the microbiome, but but your own emotional spiritual side of that too. Yes, you bet. So, so we've got the physical side, which could be, you could have autoimmune stuff going on. You know, it could be a million, million different things, right? Um, we've got the physical side and then you have the wellness part over here. The, the, um, the uh, mental, uh, social, psychological, sexual, um, you know, it could be the social side, the economic side. You've, that makes up your wellness, emotional, physical, all that stuff, your wellness. And so, what I do is I have six steps that I work on first is eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, decrease stress, cultivate community. Those are my six steps. We start with eating well, but I am telling you, the older I get and the longer I do this job, sleeping well just might be as important, if not more important than eating well, because if you can't sleep at night, you will never eat well. You will never move your body well. You're not, certainly not going to poop well. Your stress level is going to be worse. You're not going to cultivate community if you're starting off the day exhausted. So eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, decrease stress, cultivate community. I dig deep into this with my patients. Every visit, the first visit, it's 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 real deep, right? As we address that the adverse childhood experiences, most people are not eating an anti-inflammatory diet. They are eating processed, packaged, bagged, canned, fake, man-made food that was either in a box, a bag, whatever, you know, a roll or out somebody's drive-through window. If you are eating, if the majority of your diet is being served out of, out of a bag, out of someone's drive-through window, like your favorite chicken restaurant, which that chicken sandwich has 55 ingredients in it. Look it up, 55. They don't make it a secret. Um, um, the taco restaurant, the, the McDonald's, you know, the biscuit restaurant, uh, Cracker Barrel, 
There's a reason that food tastes the same in Franklin, Tennessee, where I am, as it does in Panama City, New York City, Philadelphia, Los Angeles. It was made in a chemistry lab, and it has to be standard. No one's chicken sandwich at home tastes the same every time you cook it. It's fake, standardized lab rat food, and you, well, it's not food, it's Franken food, and you and your children are the lab rats. And if you don't think the food industry is about addiction, then all you have to do is go drive by your local Chick-fil-A. There's a line around it at 6 a.m. in the morning and at 10 p.m. and night or whenever they close. And if they were open on Sunday, there'd be a line around it Sunday because we would feed those kids. So, so you've got to address what's at the end of your fork. And, and we're busy. Like I had a mom today, four kids. She has four. No, that's a lie. She has two kids. One is special needs, really high special needs. The other one's going into high school. She's in a horrible job at at a high school. Uh, She's a teacher and all hecks broken loose, of course, there. And she's just overwhelmed and she can't meal prep and she's not buying good food for the family. I mean, the whole thing is just a big snowball mess. And she has no margin in her life. And I said to her today, I said, you quit your job. You quit your stinking job. I did it seven and a half years ago. I had just gotten off food stamps. Two little or two kids, they, were, they weren't that super little then. I did quit my job because it was killing me. And I opened my own practice. But you've got to have some margin, Lauren. Women do not have any breathing room in their life. We have no air in our life. If something goes haywire, we fall apart and we act like jerks to our kids and to our spouse and to our partners or whatever. We are not technically the head of the house, but we set the tone for the entire home the second we walk through that door. And when you have no margin and you're overwhelmed and you're not, you're eating poorly and you're not moving your body, your body's designed to move. You got to eat well. I don't know what that looks like for your family, but I can tell you right now, Gluten, dairy, soy, corn, sugar, eggs, and peanuts are the top seven inflammatory foods in the country. That's not new news. We've known it forever. Um, and when you cut those seven foods out, people panic and say, what am I going to eat? There's, it's all I eat, Danny. Well, you, need, you can eat every vegetable known to man, every fruit known to man, every fish, chicken, lamb, turkey, pork, beef. I mean, all the nuts, seeds. I mean, what do you mean? What are you going to eat? You're going to eat real food is what you're going to eat but it takes getting some margin in your life to be able to meal prep because you cheat when you're not prepared. And so the diet is key. It's key. It's key. It's key. We're raising the sickest generation of children in the entire world. The children below my kids, mine are 25 and 26, that generation before them, those grade schoolers right now, those middle schoolers, the CDC, which I don't believe half of what they put out, but I do believe this, that they say that that is the first generation of children who are going to be in a casket before their parents are. We have never raised a generation of kids who are dead before us. That generation is, and we will be, and we've done it to them. We've done it to them. So it's key. You got to heal the gut and you've got to start eating at home. Cooking is self care. I don't care, you know, what it is you cook, just cook something that's fresh and good and one ingredient food, right? Piece of fish, chicken. You got to sleep well. 
right? Your body heals when you sleep. You got to go to bed to get out to get off this computer, this cell phone right here. The bed is for sleep and sex only, Lauren. If you're not doing one or the other in it, then get the heck out of it. Get out of it. Um, you know, no electromagnetic fields in there. Clean up your bedroom. It cannot look like my office right now, which is a disaster area in here. The bedroom is to be clean, uncluttered. It should be a sanctuary when you walk in it. That's when you heal. Your body heals when you get into deep sleep. There's so many ways. I've got a whole chapter on sleep in the book, so we don't have to go into that, but it is imperative. It is imperative. If you don't wake up feeling rested in the morning, then we have to figure something out because you're not getting the healing sleep that you need. And you don't have to sleep all night, Lauren. It's okay. Back before we had lights, before we had lights, the entire world practiced something. It was called segmented sleep or first and second sleep. They went to bed at dusk right now and the sun's going down and they slept three or four maybe five hours. They usually got up. They did something. They had sex. That's never a bad thing in the middle of the night. They cooked. I mean, you know, they maybe did something. So read, read the Bible. I don't know what they did then. And then they went back to sleep until they woke up. We put so much pressure on us to sleep all night. You don't have to. It's how you feel when you get up. So take that Give yourself some grace over that and take that pressure off of you because people panic when the sun starts going down and they get in, they cross that threshold into the bedroom. But it's got to be clean. You got to eat well, sleep well. You got to move your body, don't you? Our bodies are designed to move. We've had two years to get our bodies moving, to get up to learn how to cook, to do all the things. And we have so messed everything up. We've eaten all the fast food and we've laid on the couch watching Netflix. Seriously, and we've had a big opportunity to move our body. God designed our bodies, if you believe in God, to move. And I, it doesn't, you don't have to go to the gym. You can move all day long. I don't care if you hula hoop, rebound, belly dance, one of the best things you can do, skateboard, ballroom dance. I don't give, I don't care. Just move your body. Move your body and you, you and you got to poop well. If you don't move well, you certainly won't poop well. It is key. And, and you know, don't, you should poop. I got a seven-month-old poodle laying right here beside me. You should poop like your poodle does. That poodle eats and goes and poops not much longer after that. We should do the same thing. And people who poop once or twice a week, oh, my gosh, if their doctor tells them that's normal, that is so not normal. Right? So you've got to poop. And so how do you do that? Well, many ways, but most people are chronically dehydrated, chronically dehydrated. You will not poop if you are not hydrated. You're 75, 80% water anyway. I weigh 125 pounds. I need at least 65 ounces of water a day because I also drink coffee and I sweat in the sauna. So you need half your body weight in water. You've got in ounces, I'm sorry, in ounces in water. You definitely need to be hydrated. And then, you know, if you need some magnesium, you got to exercise. You know, women hold a lot of trauma and men do as well in the pelvis. We hold it down. We lock it down. And let me tell you, if you don't think the body keeps score of the trauma that happened to you, you are sadly mistaken. It remembers, doesn't it? 
So you got to eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, de-stress well. And we talked about that, man. You got to set some margin. Quit your job. If you're in a bad job, quit your job and find a new job. Trust me, we're all looking for employees out there. So get a new job that's going to breathe life into you. Or you know what? Create your own job. Start your own business. What's the worst that happens? It doesn't work. Walmart failed three times, like bankrupt three times. Now look, you can't throw a rock and not hit a Walmart on either side of you. Do what makes you happy. You get one shot, maybe get more shots at life. I don't know. And I, I don't know about that. But right now, what I know is we got one shot to get this done here. Don't die with all of this regret. If you're in a bad marriage, get out of it. Get out of it. I was in an abusive, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive marriage, not physical. I got out of it. Get out of it. If you're in a bad relationship, get out of it. If the soul suckers in your life are sucking the life out of you, then set your margin, set your boundaries and get them out. That's okay. Stress, we could talk about forever. You need to automate, eliminate and delegate everything you can in your life. AED, that's what brings you back to life. That's what pops on your chest when you have a massive heart attack somewhere and they boom, get the paddles out. AED, automatic electronic defibrillator, I think. Don't hold me to that. I always forget that's what you need to do to your life. AED, it back to life. Automate everything you can in your life. Eliminate everything. You don't have to be involved in everything for crying out loud. Nobody cares if you are the room mother. If it stresses you out, to be the third grade room mother, then don't do it. Ella is going to go to fourth grade, whether you're involved or not, you know, like stressed out. Eliminate everything you can and then delegate everything else. I promise you, when you get some margin in your life, your, your body starts to, to, to heal and your family starts to heal because they feed off of us. And then you need community. It's key. It's key. We need community. We know that more. We've seen that more the last two years than we've ever seen in our life. We are not designed to live in isolation. Social isolation is BS. There's no such thing. You cannot socially isolate. Um, you have to have community. Eyeball to eyeball laughter. Laughter decreases inflammation. It builds your immune system up. Loneliness decreases your immune system. Suicide phone calls to suicide crisis lines, Lauren, are up 800% since the pandemic started. Phone calls to domestic violence lines are down by almost that much during the pandemic because the abuser is stuck in the house with the, or the, the person being abused is stuck in the house with the abuser. I'm on the board for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in Tennessee, and the fastest growing rate of suicide is age 10 to 24. Inside that segment is 10 to 13, the fastest growing rate. Our babies are hanging themselves. They are shooting themselves. They are jumping off bridges at 10 and 13. We're in a horrible mental health pandemic. So 
Those are my six steps. That's what I start on. And it none, none of those balls are in the air all the time, right? Sometimes your stress level's higher, but you're eating pretty well over there, you know, so you can handle the stress better. Sometimes you're not pooping as good as you should, but dang, everything else is working good. You got, you know, so it's all about balance. It's all about balance, but your body is designed to heal itself and always think what happened? Where did the anxiety turn on? Where did the depression turn on? Where did my autoimmune immune disease start happening? What happened upstream? And you've got to go back and course correct. If your healthcare provider is not asking you about, well, when did you first start having migraine headaches, right? Or when did you first start with joint pain or diarrhea or whatever? Then you need a new healthcare provider. And you have the right to get your records and go find someone who's going to listen to you. Okay, I'm on a roll. Sorry. You're, you're, you are on a roll. I'm just like, go, lady, go. No, and I think that that's, an, <laughs> that's advice for anything in life. I was just thinking, this is not only a healing blueprint, but it's um, how to be a self-sovereign individual. You bet. You bet. Yeah. And not, not some consumer, not some number, not some, you know, part of the, we have, you're right. We have fallen into the trap for so many reasons. We had such a great opportunity when the entire world shut down, whether you believe it should have, or it shouldn't, I don't care. I don't know, but we had an opportunity right then people, a lot of people were happier right? Their kids weren't overscheduled. They weren't overscheduled. Now, the working from home, the kids at home, all of that is a nightmare, just a total nightmare for most women. There was no, there's no boundaries, right? There's no separation, right? And your laundry and your cooking and your job and your homeschool are all in the same environment. Holy cow. I don't know what I would have done had I had children and had to do all our little children and had to do that at home. Um, But the thing is, it's 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 common sense practical medicine we are in control of our health now you do need a healthcare provider oftentimes to help guide some things or ask some questions or maybe you need a therapist you don't need a healthcare provider you need a psychiatrist that's great because we got to do the hard work if you don't do the hard work you'll never get this other stuff taken care of um but it's not rocket science it's really not. We overcomplicate everything, everything. And when you don't feel well, everything is worse. Everything is is elevated and every crisis is, or everything is a crisis, you know? And, and you just don't handle things as well when you don't feel well. I will never go back to feeling the way I felt at 44 years old, 12 years ago, Um 44 years old, there's not enough gluten in the world to make me go back to feeling how I felt. Then I'm not going to do it. Now, it, it, it's going to have to be something unbelievable for me to eat that. I'm not going to eat the biscuit at Cracker Barrel anymore. I'm not going to drive through Chick-fil-A or, well, that either, but um, Krispy Kreme is what I was going to say. Um, but I, I'm not going back there. Once you start to feel better, isn't it right? You, you, you will not go back. Now you may cheat or you may eat the cupcake at the birthday party or whatever, but then you immediately course correct and say, okay, that was fine. And then if you don't feel well after it, you know, you're like, that's not worth it. It's not worth it. 
that gluten, dairy, sugar right there about killed me. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I, I just think as women, we are so overcommitted and over, we, we, we are pouring, we are a world of attempting to pour from an empty vessel. It's not working. It's not working. You cannot pour from an empty vessel and you do not put your oxygen mask on first so you can save the airplane. You put your oxygen mask on first because you're worthy to be 150%. And if you don't believe that, then you are so wrong. We got to get you in therapy believing that. And when you are 150% and your vessel is filling up, filling up, filling up, guess what? When it overflows, that's when everyone else benefits is from the overflow of your filled up vessel. But you have to be filled up. You can't continue to pour from nothing. Doesn't work, does it? Mm -mm. I don't know what it's going to take for us to get this through our head. I am so good now at saying no. If I did not want to do this podcast with you, Right. I mean, seriously, if it was going to put stress on me, even though I need to sell books, I need to do this. I need to go speak. I need to make my blah, 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 I would have said no. But there was a season in my life where I would have put this on the schedule and bitched and moaned and groaned about it and been so stressed out over it. And then gotten right off of here and had to fly to something else with no margin. I got a lot of margin in my life now. People think I'm super busy, but I'm really not. Uh, I got good, I got good boundaries. Do you have good boundaries? I was just thinking, yeah, I do. And it's an ever-changing thing, right? It, because things pop up and I'm eventually changing the format of the show because I do two interviews a week and I'm like, the hell with this. I love doing it, but all I'm doing is podcasting. I love all you listeners out there, but like, no. No, I'm ch I'm changing it. I'm changing it. And a week ago, I had like an, an two interviews scheduled. I had a I, I got new photos taken of me, and I was just like the full day. And and as a woman, my period came early, and I know when my period comes. Normally, I I cancel everything because I know that's my day of rest. If I yeah. if I don't take rest if I don't make that number one priority the rest of the month my health my energy levels my emotions are, are, are shot like my body's telling me to stop what you're doing <laughs> and give yourself a break so I had to yeah. I rescheduled the interviews I ended up doing the photo shoot anyway I felt fine but other, that's all I did and I came home three o'clock in the afternoon went to sleep good that is setting some margin yes. in your life giving you some air, a little bit of air around you, you know, and good for you. And you have the right to do that. We don't believe that, you know, men, they, most men, now not every man, men are real simple. Number one, they want good food, good sex. They want to protect you. You give them those three things. They're just like putty, 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 right? In your hands. That's, that's just all. But if a man needs to rest, they rest. If they want to go play golf for four hours and then, you know, I mean, what do they do? They go play golf. I mean, they don't feel guilty for being on the golf course. We won't even go get a manicure for 30 minutes. We feel so guilty, you know, and they will go play. They do take care. Many men, now not everyone, 
takes better care. They take better care of their mental health. And when they want to go to bed at night, most men get up, brush their teeth and go to bed. They're they're just gone, done snoring within no, no amount of time. I mean, five minutes. It takes us 45 minutes or longer to get it all together to go to bed, right? Get the dog fed, the dog out, the cat fed, the lunch is ready, the laundry from the wash to the dryer, fold it up, get the all the things. And then we go to bed and then we fall into bed exhausted. And then we wake up the next morning feeling like we never went to bed. It's wrong. And then we don't want sex. Nobody wants sex. I'm 56 years old. I ask women every day, you know, I'm single and I'm like, Lord, if I had a man, I'd be having sex like all the time. I have a, I mean, I love sex. Even when I didn't like my husband, I want, I mean, it, 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 nobody complains of an orgasm ever, ever, ever. Right. And, but women, nobody wants sex. I, and one of my questions is, you know, how's your sex drive? How's your libido? Non-existent is the word that gets said at least 20 times a week. Non-existent. Well, is your husband's non-existent? Oh, absolutely not. Well, what are you doing about this? Because he's not going to go without sex. I mean, period. The man's not going to. They're going to get it from somewhere, what you're not giving them. They're going to find it somewhere else. It's as simple as that. Been there, lived it, done it. I did, except it was the opposite direction for me but um you know it's just that we're sexual creatures right but we're exhausted and then they say well I can't go to I don't want it at night I'm exhausted when I crawl into bed and he reaches over there and I just cringe I just don't want it so I wait till he goes to sleep and I try to go to bed I'm like well don't do it and when you go to bed do it in the middle of the night if you wake up he's not going to turn you away if you reach over there and grab a hold of him and he's going to wake up do it early in the morning do it in the bathroom, bend over, get a quickie. There's not whatever it takes, you know, and, and, and these women, I don't know, we're just in hard marriages. People are, and we don't date our spouses anymore. Nobody sends their, or now some people do, but not many. If you got this phone, sext your husband, tell him I'm so horny. I can't stand it. Um, I'm coming home. Take your pants off. He'll be, he'll be pantless before in 30 seconds waiting for you to come home. I mean, you know, we just, what happened to us? Yeah. And I I think for me, seeing women in my generation, it's, it it comes with the empty cup thing. It's like, if you, of course, you're not going to have sex. You're not going to share that pleasure. If you don't have pleasure in your own body, yes, sexually speaking, but just for life. You know, like you said, you're stressed, you're exhausted. Of course, you don't want to have sex. You don't even want to like self-pleasure. Like that's like non-existent. And the number one thing I think you think you could do with that, at least for a lot of my friends and myself is like, learn to pleasure yourself in all areas of life, whether that's get a vibrator, go to a dance class, whatever makes you feel more like you, because that's your birthright. Like whatever higher power you believe in when I'm orgasming, I think this is the life force that created me. This is divine (sighs) God coming through. Like this is, there's no shame in this. This is who we are. No, there's not. And you know, I mean, I was raised in church. I was raised Southern Baptist where I was taught to keep those legs as tight as you can, right? Like that wrapped around, be a good girl. 
don't get married. I mean, don't get married. Don't have sex until you get married. And then you're supposed to be a wildcat, I suppose, you know, once you get. So we do all this damage to these girls, you know, um, and, and men, actually some men. But, you know, we don't we get premarital counseling. We have all that. I don't know how we got off on this, but we um, and then we're married and we're supposed to just I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I, 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 and, and we're supposed to just, you know, know what it's all about. They don't teach us any of this. We don't have any counseling after we get married by the church because I don't want to talk about sex. Song of Solomon in the Bible is all about sex. If you don't think God was um, thought sex was important, then you need to, I mean, read that book um, in the Bible. It's very, very erotic. I mean, good gosh. Um and, and, and then and women say a lot of times, well, I never had a sex drive. You know, I never had a sex drive. Well, or maybe trauma, right? I was molested as a child at which 75% or so of all girls are molested, raped, fondled, something. 75%. And, you know, some people that, that really does create a huge barrier that has to be broken broken through. Um, some women just don't don't. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, shame and all that. But I'm I'm a big believer in a vibrator or what self-pleasuring, whatever it is. I th- absolutely. A man's oh, yeah. gonna do that. Oh yeah. And, and there, yeah, and that's such a, a cultural norm, right? That that men yes. masturbate in self-pleasure and that women don't. And even if like you said, even if there's no sexual trauma or trauma that you can remember. Um, there's still culturally, religiously, um, women are brought up to, to, you know, keep those legs closed, like you said, and that I think it's this opportunity with mental health crisis, but also as women and and tying this kind of all together (laughs) a little bit with this pleasure point is, you know, you say inflammation is the devil. What's the opposite? I think that's pleasure for everything in life. You bet you bet and so again for for your listeners man if you're struggling and whatever your whatever your chronic issues are if you have chronic issues or you're depressed or you're you're hurting you know pain is not normal we when you're when you've got pain when you have I, I had a patient today and I had to really come down hard on her I mean her, she's having horrible joint pain, full body pain. Talk about being overextended. And she says it every time. She's a grandmother. The, the husband's a type A. She has a daughter who's a type A. I think she's actually very abusive to her mother and, you know, expects her to take care of these grandchildren. They're living with them. The husband, all of this, her entire body is hurting her. I mean, everything hurts except the left ankle and a hand or something. I can't remember everything. And then she's not sleeping at all. And I said to her, I said, your body is screaming at you, screaming at you. Why aren't you listening to this? And, you know, she started crying. And and, and I, I said, if this were your kids, you would address this, right? I mean, you would address it. If, if it were your marriage, hopefully you would address it. I mean, it's like whack-a-mole in our body, right? All of these symptoms are popping up that are not normal. It's not normal to hurt. Listen 
to what's happening in your body. Heart palpitations are not normal. High blood pressure is not normal. Panic attacks are not normal. That is your body screaming. And if you don't make a change, well, I told a, I told a 41-year-old today, I said, you'll be dead by the time you're my age if you don't change this now. Now. And she just looked at me, dead silence. And we have the power to turn it around. We have the power to eliminate, autom automate, eliminate, and delegate things. And we don't believe we do. And that's what I want your listeners, if, if mainly they're women, you've got the power and you need to take it back. Amen. And, and that's, we've been taught to be afraid of that power, bringing it back to that pleasure part, like our, our womb space. And, you know, we're here, we're much more than to, to breed babies right you bet. you bet and the one today who's got the special needs child today was a very stressful day at my job I mean like I had to cancel my skin appointment with my dermatologist this afternoon because everything ran over and um and this one with the with the special needs child and the job she needs to quit I said do you like your husband and she said well yes we have a great marriage and I said do you let him help is he supportive of you quitting your job absolutely I said, write it on there, resign Monday, write it on your notepad. She did, she did, she wrote it on there. I said, does he want to help you? Yes, do you let him help you? No, not really. Well, I said, that's on you then, shame on you. And she was smiling and crying and laughing all at the same time because it was like a come to Jesus. She paid money to get beaten up in there today. But I mean, I said, let him, whatever he wants to do, let him help you. He, maybe he won't do it the way you do it, but he's not going to kill the kids. Maybe the laundry's not done right or the underwear's not folded right or he's not tri-folding the towels. Who gives a rat's ass? Just give it up. Give up some of the, you know, um, the, the, the delegation and let someone else do something. We moan and groan and complain, but yet we never let anybody help us. Mm -hmm. And you may be in the opposite marriage to where he won't do a thing. Well, then you got to make decisions. Yep. Right? Yep. It's all come back to that self-sovereignty and you bet. Working, and that includes asking and letting help in. Letting. Yes. Letting. Letting. Yep. Well, uh -huh. and I know it's kind of be overwhelming. It's just multitude of causes, multitude of areas to look at your life, but a, a great resource is Danny's book, Wild and Well. She goes through those stick six. Common, set step, common sense steps to radical healing, just like we That's talked right. about today, more in depth. Um, I looked at the time, Danny. I'm going to try to wrap the show up. Was yes, there anything yes. else that you wanted to, to say before we start to close down? Well, I do want to say the book is written to be a manual for anybody, anybody, anybody to understand it. But the first section of the book is on childhood trauma and inflammation is the devil and you are not your past. The whole first section starts off of the trauma. And I've, I've had so many people say, oh my gosh, Jenny, by page two, I was sobbing because your story is my story. I'm not unique in my story. And it, it really breaks down a lot, but it is such a simple read. I wanted the book, excuse me, to be, you know, somebody from Harvard could read it and go, holy crap. This is common sense. This we've missed the boat in medicine to somebody who's got a eighth grade education could read it and say, whoa, unbelievable. 
what's happening, what, how, you know, whatever, not sleeping, not eating. It's an easy book to read. And yes, I'd break it all down. It really is good. Now, I am grateful that you announced me as wild and well, because the last two podcasts I've been on recently, one was actually live. He says, Danny Williamson, nurse practitioner, Franklin, Tennessee. She's the author of the national bestseller, which it is, which praise, thank you, Jesus, national bestseller, Wet and Wild. Danny's six common sense steps to radical healing. Wet and wild. So I let him finish and I said, Daryl, thank you so much. I said, but the name of the book is Wild and Well. Wet and Wild would be my second book coming out. And that's on a totally different topic that we haven't even started yet. I don't have a second book, but two people have done it. So it's like, okay, I think that's the universe telling me I need a wet and wild book on all the sexual health stuff. We talked about it and we just scratched the surface on that. I think, I think barely. Mm -hmm, That's right. mm -hmm. Yeah. But I appreciate you so much. And and it is, it's a really good, solid book and it's every, it's available everywhere. So everywhere, not just Amazon. I think Amazon's great, but Barnes and Noble, your local bookstore, your Mm -hmm. library, uh, books a million, they all have it. Um, And Yeah. Oh, cool. We'll make sure to link all that in the show notes for you guys. But thank you, Dave, for coming on, sharing your story, um, birthing this book. This is like beautiful. That's hard work. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you so much for coming on today. And how may we, the listeners, as a big hug of gratitude, be of service for you in return today? You know, we have a free swapping list. If you go to the website, dannywilliamson.com, it pops up there. And it's, you know, if you're eating this, try this. If you're eating this, try that, whatever. Um, and we we can get, the, it's a free download. All you have to do is put your email address in there. And that would be, that would be fabulous. And it would help them, you as well, your listeners. And it's just a little quick start on if you're really overwhelmed with what you're eating. Easy peasy, but very yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. And our social media, our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube are all the same. Danny Williamson Wellness, and it is so, every day free education out there. Every day on one of those, something is being posted on all a million things. I've got lots of words. I talk about a lot of things. So lots of free education. Last night I made gluten free, dairy free chicken and dumplings, and that was the post on Instagram. But there's all kinds of posts on Instagram from hair loss to sex drive to toxic tampons to electromagnetic fields. So if you follow us on there, you'll get a ton of free education that you don't have to pay for. Beautiful. Yeah. That that is the world we're in today. If we take the initiative, it's all out there. It's all out there. Yeah. It is all out there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I find new places every day. People who do what we do, who love what we do, we share a ton of free education because Once you see the light and you learn that your body's designed to heal itself, you want the world to know. Amen. On that note, thank you, Danny, for coming on. Such a beautiful time with you today. Thank you. Appreciate it. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.